You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce Ng. Uh, we are once again talking about the Emmys, but I think we're going to focus on comedy today, Joyce, because we love laughing. We love we laughing. Do. And it's a big week this week with uh, Ted Lasso just days away from returning with season two and also the Olympics beginning. So soccer will be top of mind. Yeah, it's, it's a big uh, soccer, very popular, as it turns out. I think. Yeah, in America, especially. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Ted Lasso coming back this week. The reviews for season two have been pretty uniformly awesome. And I'm almost surprised that they are. I saw like, I think Vulture's review is like, as good or better than the first season. I've really, I've seen the screeners. I've really enjoyed the second season. I think it's as good. I guess it's as good as the first season. I still enjoy it. It's a good show. So like nothing, it didn't really step back. But uh, yeah, Ted Lasso, we were just talking about this before we started recording. How much of a sweep are we going to get uh, of a Ted Lasso here at the Emmys? It, it, you and I both have a winning best comedy series. I feel like that's the least interesting of these comedy categories just because what else is going to win? I think I'm looking at our, our current prediction. Emily in Paris. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, it, overwhelming choice. It has, uh, you know, thousand, uh, 1,300 people of picking Ted Lasso. The next closest competitor is Hacks with a mere 65 coming for a Hacks uh, upset of Ted Lasso. So even I Emily Paris, seven votes. <laughs> Emily, I don't have it. Emily Paris, seven votes, though. Way to go. Seven. Lucky number seven. Which actually is more than Kaminsky method. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't I don't know if I that's that's kind of rude to Kaminsky, I guess, because it's a former nominee as well. I, I would agree. But yeah, I mean anything nothing can stop Ted Lasso here, right? I mean uh, I think I think series is probably pretty safe for it, especially since it is the most nominated comedy amongst the entire field and, you know, all the branches vote for the program awards as opposed to the individual achievements like acting and directing. So there might be potential for more upsets there. Uh, but yeah, it's 20 nominations. Uh, I do, I, I do like that. Like, you know, hats is like officially number two, because we talked about this last week that I always felt like once it got going, that it was number two over a flight attendant and, you know, it overperformed 15 nominations. I do I, I feel like there is a very slim chance. I wouldn't like bet on it, especially right now that Hacks could win. But I think, it, I mean, it's going to win Actress, obviously. You have been winning another acting category. And I've been winning, I think, I I been winning a lot, actually. You win writing and directing, too. <laughs> I have been winning a lot, actually, Hacks. I think that we're going to see, while Ted Lasso, like you said, 20 nominations, I think it's going to win major awards all over the place. But I think Hacks is a really strong number two. And while I don't think it'll, I don't think it could beat it for comedy series, just because I think the the cumulative effect of Ted Lasso is, I think, more uh, more powerful than the cumulative effect of Hacks. You know what I mean? Like people are still and having the second season on right now really reinforces that. It's like perfect timing. I mean, Jason Sudeikis is everywhere. I saw him. I think he was on Colbert last night. They had the red carpet last week for the premiere. It's like you cannot escape Ted Lasso. So I think that's like cute profile. Yeah, it's like he's everywhere. He remains incredibly charming on the show and in real life. Like, so that's also why we could go into that a clear choice to win best actor. I feel like that's even more of a lock than series. I feel like that's the category you talk the least about because it's just like understood that he's winning. Truly, uh, yeah, it's just is like I feel like, like have we ever talked about it before? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And I don't even know if I mean like 
I would argue most of the, probably all the nominees are just like happy to be there. Very excited for a nomination. And we know Jason Jake is going to win like uh-huh. without a doubt. Uh, seemingly he's going to win and he should, he's been great. Uh, and I'm sure he'll give a great, gracious speech. However, they end up doing the Emmys in September. Yeah. So I think like he, he, he might be more of a lock than series, even though I feel like series is pretty locked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I think people would say the next lock is supporting actress for Hannah Waddingham, but you are picking the other Hannah. That's right. This is one of my uh, hacks, ascendant hacks picks. I am actually picking, yeah, Hannah Einbinder for hacks. You're right. Based on our odds, again, overwhelmingly, uh, Hannah Waddingham is the favorite. 1,200 people have picked her as the top choice. Uh, Hannah Einbinder, only 82. I'm one of the 82. I could speak for all of the other 81. I would say, again, I (laughs) I think that, well, my, my reasoning is, well, Hannah Waddingham is incredible in, in Ted Lasso, and I really love her performance, especially because of the way she kind of tweet. Like, you're definitely, she's definitely positioned as like the quote unquote villain, I guess, in the first early part of the season. But she never actually plays her like the villain, and she's almost always empathetic. And then by the end, she's kind of like almost a hero of the show, and that carries over into the second season, where you're kind of rooting for her in a big way. That said, I think Hannah Eyminder is so good in hacks going toe to toe with what we imagine would be uh, the best actress winner for uh, Jean Smart. And while I know that Hannah Waddingham is sharing her scenes with Jason today, because I feel like the, it's I, I just a feeling. I think the degree of difficulty in battling Jean Smart in those scenes and especially how contentious their on-screen relationship is, it just gives such an edge to the performance. And she could easily get in the, I think hacks does not work if her performance is not as good as it is, because if Jean Smart is just blowing her off the screen and the character is like really overpowering uh, Ava, um, it just doesn't, it wouldn't work. I don't think. And I think because she's such a good foil for her, you could argue she's like a lead, which probably is true. (laughs) She is. Um, I, I just think it works so well. And I wonder if, and again, maybe reading too much into the second season of Ted Lasso premiering now, like Juno Temple is also a nominee. She's also incredibly charming. I think the two of them, Hannah Waddingham and Juno Temple, are like a almost like a duo. They're in a lot of scenes together. They've done magazine covers together. I think they were on the cover of Variety recently. Um, they have a really nice relationship on screen and off, seemingly. And I wonder if that'll be a difficult pick for people or they'll split their votes too much. And then Hannah Einbinder, who's the only Hacks nominee here, uh, kind of elevates over the SNL cast members who are nominated over the Ted Lasso cast members and maybe sneaks in a, a victory. And she'd be like a newcomer Emmy, Emmy winner. So would Hannah Waddingham. I don't know. You have Hannah Waddingham. What do you think? No, I I think that's a very valid argument. And I think you were definitely supported by Hax's overperformance, like we said, 15 nominations. And, you know, for a while, people thought it was only going to be Gene Smart as acting nominee. And then people eventually got on board with Hannah, although I, I do think a lot of people were still wary about like if she could get in because she is a complete newcomer. Um, but no, I like I agree with you that like I I always felt like she was pretty especially once the season wrapped that like she was pretty solidly in because hacks was hitting and she is like most of her scenes are with Jean. And I I think a lot of like the ambivalence maybe towards her is not just because she's newcomer, but you know, she's like, uh, Ava is a polarizing character. And I do feel like some people 
don't like that character or find her, you know, I mean, she is entitled and like off-putting. So I, I think that could be somewhat grating to people. Um, and like you said, like uh, Rebecca on Ted Lasso, like she is, you know, like ostensibly the villain, but like she, that ice queen like demeanor like chips away like throughout the season, you know, and like she's she's like an ally by the end. Um, but uh, and and but like yeah, like it got hacks back to long went away of saying it got two more acting nominations <laughs> than we were expecting um, for Carlton and Hopkins and supporting actor and Jane Adams who plays Hannah's mom, Hannah's mom and uh, guest actress. So it does have acting support perhaps more than we thought it did. And we were all expecting more nomination, acting nominations for Ted Lasso than for Hack. So I don't think, you know, for Ted Lasso guys getting into supporting actor was surprising because they just like checked those dudes off, you know? Um, but I think it was somewhat surprising that like Anthony Head didn't get into guest actor for Ted Lasso, you know? So maybe you know, if, if they go all in on Hanks, I can see it. And, and I, I, I do agree. Like, I really like Juno Tempo on the show. Um, so I don't know, like this entire time I've, I've been of the mindset that like, I don't think Juno would hurt Hannah. Like she wouldn't like chip away at too many of her votes, you know, cause sometimes when you, there are like Colster nominees, like one is like the obvious choice, you know, and sometimes it's not so obvious. And that's when you can have a situation with vote split. But, you know, I haven't seen like the second season yet of Ted Lasso. But if you say like they do share a lot of screen time together and like people are watching it as they're voting, maybe that might be a factor. Like they might vote for Juno just based on season two. Yeah. And see, no, no spoilers. In season two, basically, uh, it's like uh, Juno ends up, she's working for the team and stuff, like kind of like it was leading towards that last season anyway. And, uh, so she's got, again, like a very sweet arc and, and a lot of stuff with like Roy uh, Kent played by Brett Goldstein. Um, I don't know. I just could see it happening. I also think that the thing with Ted Lasso is like, it's so clearly, and while Jason Sudeik has been very gracious, it's so clear like he's the star and then the ensemble like kind of supports Ted, right? It, it, they do give a lot of space for the ensemble, but it is, it's Ted Lasso is the show, right? So it's like, he's the lead. And I wonder if it's going to be hard then for... Um, you know, any of those actors to break through the ensemble quality of the show, right? And whereas Hacks, I feel like it's definitely a two-hander. And while the other nominees were surprising and show a lot of strength, I think it's like, it's it's Gene and it's and it's uh, Hannah, right? Like, that's it. That's the show. That's the whole show. Their relationship is the whole show. And it's easier, I think, to say like, oh, well, if I'm voting for Gene, I have to vote for Hannah. And I wonder how much that'll happen. I think whatever, regardless, and I know they never release votes. And while this could be totally a straw man, because I'm just, I'm the one of the only 82 people picking an upset right now. I think if Hannah Wanningham does win, it would be a lot closer than our 1200 to 82 vote oh, that we currently sure. have. I think it's yeah. going to be much closer by the time the Emmys come around and, you know, we'll see how, how it shakes out, but I, I don't see much. I don't know. I guess I could see switching and, and off. Like for, for Hannah Waddingham, like she is, you know, she's lucky in that, like, she she doesn't really have a lot of internal competition. Like, it's just, you know, basically, whereas the guys, you know, it, it'll be harder for one of them to win. And, like, really, I guess, like, maybe, like, he's not, like, the overwhelming consensus, but, like, Brett Goldstein would be, like, how you would maybe rank the, like, the four guys there. But 
I, I think, you know, after Jason, people do agree that like Hannah is like the next best and like, right. you know, she's like sort of like the breakthrough star yeah. of the series. So she had that going for her. So, um, and you know, she's, she's won, you know, like critics choice. She just got a, a TCA nomination with Jason in just one category. So, um, I, I think like she's still the favorite, but I would not be surprised if Han- the other Hannah won. Right. I don't, I don't one think of the Hannah can win. I think we have, a, we can definitely say one of the Hannahs will win. That's my argument here. I think just, like, just say Hannah. If someone asks, just say Hannah. I think Hannah's going to win Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy. That's <laughs> Me <it>. too. Um, <laughs> um, you mentioned comedy actor, a supporting comedy actor. Uh, Keenan Thompson remains the favorite. I, I agree. I, what you said, and then Bowen Yang running two, and then Brett Goldstein three. I think Brett Goldstein is the, the kind of like the, the top Ted Lasso pick there. The other nominees from Ted Lasso were Brendan Hunt, who's very funny, Nick Muhammad, who's very funny, and Jeremy Swift. They're very much supporting, I think, and don't are a lot of good joke recept. Like they give deliver a lot of good jokes, but I don't know. Like I think the Brett Goldstein character in the arc on Roy is a lot stronger. So that's why I have him above those other three. This is a pretty tight race. I, I still have Keenan winning and predicting him as the favorite, but I'm not convinced at all that he he's going to win. I just, oh, neither am I. I don't, I don't believe it. I don't know. I, I, Bowen Yang is a very strong possibility. And I guess Brett is too, as the third, you know, possible here upset. Like the only other nominee here, we have Carl Clemens Hopkins from Hex and then uh, Paul Reiser from Kaminsky Method round out the category. So you you don't think Keenan you you are you picking an upset yet or no? I so like until nominations I had Bowen in first yeah and now I have Keenan in first um, partially because he did get the like the lead actor nom for Keenan um, yeah. but I don't know how much I mean like that category was weak anyway like we were all struggling to fill out the five no offense to anybody there but um, you know like we said that was like that's Jason's category anyway. Um, so like he is like the veteran and who has been there forever. And he just said the other day that he, his plan is to stay through, uh, season 20. So he's not leaving yet, even though the finale implied that a bunch of them were leaving, the others might still be leaving who knows yet. Um, so I guess like if, if you were subscribing to that being a factor, like this is the last chance to reward him that won't be the case anymore because you'll have more chances um but you know like bowen like he he like he had like the biggest moments you know the most talked about moments like the viral moments mm-hmm. that like i don't watch snl but i i've seen you know the iceberg sketch and then you know his speech about uh anti-asian hate crimes so like he's he's had like and he's been like sort of building that like through the last year or so and I feel like even like if you weren't an SNL fan, like you remember those moments. Whereas like, I think Keenan plays more of like a straight man in the sketches. Like you're, his, I, I feel like there's never really like a viral moment with him that you remember. I think he's just like, like so reliable and he's always there. And like, he's also an Emmy winner already. He won for songwriting a couple of years ago, but I don't think anyone knows that. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I guess like I'm talking myself into switching back to Bowen. <laughs> I, I don't think that's wrong. I, I could see myself switching to Bowen as well. I think everything you said is dead on. And I think the thing that, like you just said, like 
even casual people who don't watch SNL uh, on a regular basis saw those Bo and Yang sketches. They went incredibly viral. They were written about like by every media outlet. People picked them up. The image of him as the iceberg is like burned into my brain. Like I could Probably. see it forever. Never a great makeup. Everything about it is like perfect. It's such a funny, weird sketch that's so memorable. Um, and Keenan has this consistency of like doing every, you know, he's obviously been on the show for, is it 19? Is this season 19? And then he would do it for 20. Is that what he was saying? I saw that the, too. The upcoming one is 19. Okay. So, I mean, like he's obviously incredibly talented. No, or, no, or is this 19? I don't know. I think this guy been 19, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if anything stands out. And while I think it would be easy for people to just be like, oh, I love Keenan. I'm going to vote for him. I think that the explosive nature of the Bo and Yang stuff and how how it just permeated culture, I think will push him over the top in the end. I haven't switched yet either, but I definitely could see switching maybe this week or next week when I'm like re refreshing my picks. I will say for Brett Goldstein, I could see, I think while Roy is great in the show, he's hilarious, very good. And like a great uh, arc in the first season, based on what I've seen in the second season, I could definitely see him returning here next year and also maybe winning because he definitely has at least one episode that he's like, the main focus of, and it's a hilarious uh, episode that sends up like rom-coms. I think it's like the third or fourth episode of this current season of Ted Lasso. So it'll air later in August. Um, incredible episode. So I wonder while the Emmy voting will be happening during season two, I kind of think people will be maybe nuanced enough to be like, well, I'm not going to vote for him. He's great in season two. I'll just vote for him next year, basically. So I don't think that he will, I don't think this season two, uh, burst will help him necessarily because I think there's going to be a very big opportunity to reward him next year as well. I don't know. I could just see, I think Bowen. Yeah. I think he could win too. Yeah. Like know. the Ted guys, like I, I feel like they could just be like the succession guys last year where like they all have like their share of fans mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they just kind of both split and like none of them win and someone else wins. Right. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I could see Paul Reiser winning because he's he's never won. This is his eleventh nomination. I don't think he's been nominated since the nineties. <laughs> I mean, Meanwhile, Helen Hunt has a billion Emmys. That's amazing. Uh, he's not really, according to our odds, not doing the greatest. But I will say, of the Keenan Bowen and Brett Goldstein are like very much a, a like kind of not split, but much more balanced than the other categories we've talked about. And then the fourth in fourth would be uh, Paul Reiser with twenty eight, only twenty eight votes, but. Wow. You know, more than uh, Brendan Hunt, Nick Muhammad, and Jeremy Swift and uh, Carl Clemens Hopkins, which I think goes to your point that I think there's you're going to have a favorite Ted Lasso guy um, and you might just vote for him. That's going to prevent it's going to kind of be like a, a bucket of crabs, I guess. Right. Like they're all going to be kind of pulling each other other down. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I learned my lesson from last year because I did not pre- predict Nicholas Braun for a nomination. Sorry to cousin Greg. I love you. I love my Greg Sprinkles, but uh, he got in. So like this year, I immediately put in Nick Muhammad because he is like, they're not similar characters, but it's like that similar mold of like a fan favorite, you know, mm-hmm. who's like sort of like an underdog. Um, so I was like, he's definitely getting in. Yeah, very smart. And I put, I, I had him in and I switched Jeremy Swift at the end. Similar reasoning, just because I was like, every scene that Jeremy Swift is in, he's in with Han Waddingham. And I was just like, if she's getting nominated, like if people are going to be paying attention to him because he's... Yeah like very funny yeah, with had a her. bit of an arc too so yeah yeah that's true um do you want to do let's do the main so on our odds we'll do these we could do uh directing and writing and comedy because i think these are pretty interesting categories mm-hmm. so for comedy directing 
right now, you've got flight attendant in case of emergency, Ted Lasso biscuits, hacks, there is no line, Ted Lasso, the hope that kills you, Ted Lasso, make Rebecca great again, be positive, the pilot, and mom, Scooby-Doo checks and Salisbury steak. So we'll cut off those two. No offense to those nominees, but they're very much it's long a, It's a requisite uh, multi-cam slot. And I guess there was a tie. So that's why there's two. Correct. Now, this is a really tight. Uh, both Based on our odds, there's, it's a three-way race between the flight attendant, case of emergency, Ted Lasso Biscuits, which is directed by Zach Braff, and Hacks, There Is No Line. Um, and Ted Lasso and flight attendant are like neck and neck. I have uh, Ted Lasso. But with one, <laughs> I have biscuits. I have that one as the one, uh, only because again, like we've talked about, I think we talked about maybe this with potentially with Caitlin or maybe just you and I. But no offense to Lasso, the show, it, and it's done like this. I'm sure on per- the show, it's hard to discern the episodes, right? Like you know, based on titles, because it's just like it, there's a consistency of quality across the ten episodes. They all look kind of the same, like a you would expect a TV show. So none necessarily stand out, but I think because it's Zach Braff. I just was like, well, you know, that's notable. People care about Zach Braff. He's famous and I could see it winning. But I wonder if this is a situation where the flight attendant does get a win for a show that people really liked that was a lot expected to do a lot maybe better or maybe would have done a lot better if the Emmy nominations were in February instead of uh, July. I could see a winning. And there's three Ted Lasso episodes. So again, like you said, like, maybe people are just picking the whatever Ted Lasso so they remember and not, you know, and there's one flight attendant, maybe that elevates it. Yeah. I have flight attendant. Um, and I've, I've been on the flight attendant plane, I guess. Yes. Uh, That's good. Winter. Yes. Um, You're a big because, fan. Yes. Um, but also because I, I predicted him to win BGA, uh, over mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, which it did. Um, cause in, in that category, it's, I think it was like double Ted, double curb and flight attendant. And I was like, it's just going to be a boat split and flight attendant is, is winning. And that's flight attendant also has very flashy directing. Unlike Ted, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, it's not like Ted is bad. It's just like, that's not the type of show it is. There's yeah. just like a lot of flashy cuts and everything in flight attendant. And again, like one nominations here. So no potential boat split. So uh, Susanna Fogel won DGA. So I feel like it could do it. Like she could do it again here. Um, and also we've seen that the directing categories of the Emmys can be very vote splitty. Like last year, Watchmen had three episodes in directing mm-hmm. and lost all of them to unorthodox. And then a couple of years before that, OJ people versus OJ Simpson uh, had three episodes as well in directing lost all of that. So I think like the same thing could happen here to Ted. Like, I, can, I don't think, even if it loses, I don't think it hurts it in series, but I think, you know, like the, just the, the, the way it's directed and it's not like entirely discernible what episode it is. And I don't really know if like Zach Braff being like the name director is a factor because it's not like he's won a billion Emmys. <laughs> like this is the second nomination ever. Right. Um, although I think like that, like, you know, the title is Biscuits. So I think you might remember that's the episode when he just keeps bringing her biscuits. So, but I don't, but again, like I don't, really recall like any directorial choices like this is not like you know a dunk on any of them it's just that's not the type of show it is but yeah I I totally agree I mean it's like it reminds me of like when the office used to bring in like major like JJ Abrams or John Favreau to direct an episode of the office and it's just like 
it's the office. It looks cool. Like they got the style down. It's nice that they're directing an episode, but like, yeah. it doesn't really, uh, I know. but like, the, you know, to play devil's advocate, like, you know, a couple of years ago, we thought, um, Bill Hader was going to win for Ronnie Lilly. Uh, cause that was very, you know, mm-hmm. flashy. Um, but Fleabag just dominated everything and won. Right. But, but that, you know, that, that has like, you know, the fourth wall breaking as well. So it's a, it's slightly flashier than, um, Ted, I think. I think so too. And I mean, I think, like you said, I think the flight attendant, and I mean this, like, I don't know, it just, it's just a sense. Like, I feel like Ted Lasso is an incredible TV show. I love it. The flight attendant is like, I don't want to like make it like into make anything bigger than it is, but it was more cinematic. I'd say and like, it's more, there was a lot more creativity with the, with the choices. Like you said, I mean, it's a very quick show. It's just filmed like in a really creative way. Uh, I, really like Susanna Fogel. I think she's done like a lot of good stuff in her career, obviously. And I don't know, I can definitely see it winning uh, there as well. It, it would not yeah. be a shock. Like we said, like it's like kind of split between those. Then there's hacks as well, which is, there is no line, which I think is the, the, is, the is that the first, is that, which yeah. one is that? It's the series premiere. Yeah. They, they were very str- strategic. I, I'm not sure about directing, but I know for sure in writing, they only submitted one episode. <clears throat> So, so let's go to writing because I actually, again, Ted Lasso is a runaway favorite here for the pilot. The other nominees are Ted Lasso, makes Make Rebecca Great Again. There's The Flight Attendant in Case of Emergency. Girls 5 have a pilot, Pen 15 Play, and then Hacks, There Is No Line. I have Hacks winning here. I, I really think that the- I, I'm like considering switching to it. I, so. I, I think that while, again, I think Ted Lasso is super strong and I think the pilot is really funny- I just think that this is a great spot to reward hacks. And I think that first episode of hacks is such a, it's like really surprising and like hilarious and really gets at everything that the show is. And I think the writing is really intelligent and crisp, not that Ted Lasso is not, but I actually think hacks would win here again, especially thinking like, okay, it's overperformed with 15 nominations. It's probably not going to win directing even if Ted Lasso doesn't, it's not going to win comedy series, but like, I think writing is a great spot to reward it. And I think while Ted Lasso again would be a deserving winner, having multiple episodes in there, potentially not the greatest strategy. And, you know, is the pilot that much funnier than make Rebecca great again? Can you even remember the difference between the two? That's like the thing. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if like, because the pilot's in first right now, right? It's yes, it's not, yeah. overwhelmingly in first. So that is like, I don't know if people are just checking it because of like they see pilot and they think like, oh, like they tend to go for pilots here. Um, but I feel like the, you know, most of like the TED fans are in agreement that Make Rebecca Great Again is the better episode. If you're going to compare just those two alone, <laughs> you know? So I, I, I don't know. Like, I think, I, I guess like if you're a voter and you're not, if you don't really remember those episodes, like you might not be sure like which one is better and if you're not going to check them out either. Um, but yeah, like hacks, I think, you know, having just one nomination, I think it could win. And also like, it's about <laughs> writing. <laughs> like It's about comedy writing and it's like, it's, it's sort of like industry adjacent because it's like, you know, com- it's not like Hollywood, but it's, you know, Close. It's in Vegas. It's close right. to Hollywood. Right. Um, so it, I, I feel like that could potentially appeal to the writing branch. Um, I, that's I don't, what I thought too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't really know of any of the others 
could win. Like, I don't, Girls Fight Ever, I mean, you know, good for them for sneaking in here because they couldn't even get a music nomination anywhere. Um, and I feel like a lot of people thought like 1015 would do better and it, it just got the one writing a nomination here. Mm-hmm. And Flight Attendant, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's better chances than directing. I think so too. I mean, Make Rebecca Great Again is this um, is the seventh episode of Ted Lasso. It's the one where they go, I think, to Liverpool and it ends up with like, they go to a karaoke bar and Ted has like a panic attack. It is a great episode. I think that if it was going to win anything though, it would win directing because honestly that one has more uh, creativity in the filmmaking than the other episodes. There's certainly scenes in that, like depicting his panic attack specifically that are more creative flourishes. And it's funny that like, it's not, I guess it's not really, you know, like biscuits is the one that like is got a much bigger chance of winning the directing. I don't know if the writing, I mean, like, I don't know. I just think that like, yeah, I think that it just ends up being like too much. If you're sitting there really thinking about it, how do you pick between the two Ted lassos and do you end up just picking hacks? Because like, it's like you said, like the one of the hacks and, you know, also a pilot kind of like, again, about writing, I, I just could see it happening. Yeah. So, so like if, if hacks wins, like you, you could potentially have hacks winning four awards and not series, but your account. (laughs) Yes. Well, no, I have a winning. Do I have a four? I have a Hannah Jean. Okay. And I have, and not directing. I have a Hannah Jean in writing. And then I have Ted winning, uh, Ted comedy, Jason and directing. Okay. I, I could see yeah. that split. I mean, the other options would be, do you want to do quickly? Like we have the guest. <laughs> well, we could do guest comedy actress. I mean, Maya Rudolph is an overwhelming choice, but Jane Adams and hacks. Does Jane Adams just sign a sneak a win there? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the guest categories are so volatile anyway. So right. sometimes it could be <laughs> someone who's like really deserving. And sometimes it's just like, Oh, like a, a cameo. Um, really. But, I, I still have Maya winning that. I don't, I think I have Jane in second. Yeah, Jane is definitely the second choice according to our odds ahead of Kristen Wiig, Issa Rae, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Bernadette Peters. And then, I don't know. I mean, that would then put Hacks with more wins than Ted Lasso. I just don't, I don't know. I don't think that'll happen because I think Ted Lasso will win a lot of other, you know, I think if he'd win like music with Marcus Mumford and stuff, I could, I could see it winning in areas, but. Yeah, know, but like, they, you know, if they don't, I mean, ha- uh, Hacks has fewer nominations than Ted Lasso, but it's also not like a really like craft heavy show. Like it doesn't have any like soccer scenes, you know, right. like, or stunts or anything. So even if it like, you know, <clears throat> eventually has like a fewer total than Ted Lasso, it doesn't mean like it can't win the top award, you know? Right. And we barely even talked about Jean. Anything to add? Yeah, I mean, now she's become like a foregone like conclusion. I mean, like she is definitely seemingly a foregone conclusion. I don't know. I don't think. Uh, how, how the turntables. How the turntables have turned. Uh, I mean, is anyone picking <clears throat> anyone else? I guess. <laughs> Let's take a look. Uh, no, I'm going to say, but let me look here. The the most uh let's see. Yeah, I mean like Kaylee Cuoco, 257 votes, Gene Smart 1200. Okay. It's not like honestly, like Jason is a bigger 
overwhelming choice than Jean. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I, I do think it's it's between them two. Like, I, you know, I think Tracy and Allison and Aidy are like, happy to be nominated here. Yeah. I think the difference between these two categories is that Kelly Cuoco is a very, very, very strong number two option. And I don't know, no offense to any of the nominees that there's a strong, there's none of the men against Jason are as strong as Kelly is. Yeah. And it's also like Jason has won everything in the winter and Kelly was nominated for everything in the winter. She didn't win anything. He just kind of felt like, you know, Catherine O'Hara is out of the way at the Emmys. So this is her chance. And then Jean comes along. Right. I mean, yeah, Jean, congratulations to Jean Smart on forthcoming Emmy win, I guess. I know, especially after her, after her last two losses when we were predicting her to win. Maybe we shouldn't predict her to win because she's lost the last two times. I mean, I guess there's a world where she doesn't win and Kelly does win. It is a great, Kelly Cuoco is incredible yeah. and before hacks existed, you and I probably both would have had her winning this category. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I had Kelly in first, and like happily so. Like it wasn't even like a yeah. wasn't even like a placeholder. I was like, I'm weighing on Kelly Cuoco. She's awesome on the flight attendant. I mean, like hacks didn't even have a name until I don't know, like before. <laughs> it was like Untitled Gene Smart Show. <laughs> but I like I guess Gene could also win for mayor. I don't think she will, but she could. No, I don't think she's nominated. Will. I, I could, again, I could talk, we could talk ourselves into a Gene Smart loss here very easily, I'm sure. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I've just, this is one of those predictions that I switched, you know, to her like two months ago and I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. Um, I mean, I'll probably change to Bowen. I'll probably go back and forth between like Bowen and Keenan maybe, but like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to change this one. No, I don't think I will either. All right. Any last thoughts on comedy before we wrap up, Joyce? I don't think so. I don't know. We we could save all all the below the line ones another time, like editing. And I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll leave those. I think everyone's we'll favorite categories. I mean, Hat has three nominations there in editing. The funny thing is, I would say Ted Lasso is a stronger bet for editing because the timing is funny. It's a good. The show is reliant on its quick comedy hmm. and wordplay. And I think that comes into the editing process. Make sure the jokes are tight. I so this I would is, pick this a sneak one. preview of our next conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. I can't wait uh, for the editing and also the, uh, you know, the various production design and stuff. I don't know. Uh, Joyce, this is fun. We'll talk next week. Yeah. Bye.